of shiny helmets, spandex jumpsuits, and strange monsters. These heroes force feed you a bowl of awesome that is the Tokudan Podcast. Uh, yeah, Gavon is something, that's for sure. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, welcome. Welcome to Tokudon. We'll get started, I guess. Welcome to Tokudon, guys. Uh, welcome to Tokudon. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about Space Sheriff Gavon, which is part of the Metal Heroes uh, line, which is yes. used to be one of the, I would say, the big four, but since has died off. Um, yeah, drastically. Unfortunately, drastically. which is pretty cool because I I love a lot of these suits and things. Um, but yeah, if you're looking at the stream, you might see uh, on here. Hello, <laughs> um, hello, hello. <laughs> um, have have you you haven't played fighters much, have you? No, this is completely off topic because of Ken's here, so he's distracting me. Um, That's okay, Ken. What's what's going on? What did I, so uh, update me on fighters? What have I missed? Okay, so Please. well, in general, you missed a lot because it's been like four years now. But you don't say <laughs> <laughs> when Cell teleports and you have the dub on, he goes hello. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so when Cell does his vanish attack, where you teleport to the other person, and for Cell, he just does like a big roundhouse because he's about, got those big long legs that go to the the moon and back. Um, right. He teleports to the other side, and he's like hello. <laughs> <laughs> in his that's, classic that's you know cell voice okay. so. I nah, dude, you're, you're good keep distracting it's fun no it's fine that's fine i i miss fighting games immensely immensely yeah. immensely with all my with every fiber of you my have, being you have people to join in on so when you stop being <laughs> a small little baby child and jump jump back in whatever whatever man there's whatever. a small pool when i come back with. i will be even more beautiful will so, you though you say that and no. then Absolutely not. I'm trash, and Absolutely that's okay. Not. But I will be a shiny trash. That's <laughs> right. You will be the tinfoil in the pile of garbage. Exactly. I'm going to be like, you know that that little fold of bubble gum? How it's so neat? That's the one I'm going to be. That, that. Or like <laughs> the, the crumpled up burrito things. You're just covered in sauces and things. <laughs> yeah. Ken what likes to call, I don't know like... if you've watched any of our like Guilty Gear plays lately, but I am, I am the one HP king. I, I tend to take a ton of matches <laughs> with like one HP left. So that's horseshit. Yeah, yeah that's, that's Ken. That's, Ken loves that, don't you, Ken? That's why you you gotta get that chip damage in, bro. Yeah, chip, chip damage. damage. It's negative edge now. That's what it's evolved Shh. into for the moment. Anyway, we're trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So mm. we're trying to find something that works. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think even if even if even if I had like months to get my skills back up guilty gear has always been that one game where i was just like i think i know what i'm doing but i really don't think See, i do that's the magic of guilty gear especially accent core um plus r the the one we've been playing the one they just added rollback to um everyone has 37 different mechanics to them <laughs> on top of the 15 universal systems so like every character has something different going on um and huh. 
half the fun honestly we're having with it is just like hitting random and seeing what these characters can do because every time we pick a character we find some new button or some new nonsense that just <laughs> happens on the screen like ken's okay. been playing potemkin for i don't know better part of a year and a half now and potemkin, randomly potemkin, yeah, potemkin, the fucking monster the, the big like, monster man who just punched he's the grappler he's the the, the go i was character. just about to say he's he's not just grab you and smash you he's something different no. now no he uh he's he's the big dummy he's the big dummy of the game um and ken found this like wall black because he has a move where he flicks and it can like destroy projectiles and stuff and all of a sudden randomly the other night it was on stream actually he just finds this one that's like a wall like a slow moving projectile wall that comes at you (laughs) it was terrifying that's great yeah and ken ken's dropped a couple characters because of execution too like he's I think you kind of feel that way about Testament, right, Ken? Like, Testament is a super dope character. He's the guy with the scythe. Long hair, scythe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He uses like a blood nonsense. Um, he's a very execution-heavy, like, setup kind of character. So, yeah. Hmm. It's it's part of that, too. But we're, we're having fun exploring the game until Strive comes out, which is the new one. When is that coming out? Uh, April, I think. Right, Ken? Oh, I think it's oh, April. Shit, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, that'll like be right April here. April 21st, <laughs> but soon, um, hopefully next month, they're going to be doing an open beta. So, mm. we stream okay. that, do some matches on that guy. Hopefully, they fixed uh, they fixed a lot of the weirdness with the lobby what? system. Oh. Yeah, it was Other it was than strange. that, the game is balanced? No. I mean, oh. April 12th. <laughs> 12th. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's sometime in April, like towards mid to late April. Um, but no, it's, I mean, it was open beta. So with Guilty Gear, it's, I don't think it re- ever really had a balance, balance problem. Like maybe the older, there's, I mean, there's some bullshit with any kind of anime fighter. Um, anyway. <laughs> Ken has a, a super boner for Jam right now, which is the Kung Fu girl. I don't know if you remember her. I don't. Nope. No. So no, she's, she's, Kung Fu. she's the Chun-Li of Guilty Gear. Basically she's okay. Chinese, wears a Ching Bao. Um, and then, like, just uses phoenixes and dragons and kicks the ever-loving piss out of you. So, okay, okay with that. she's cool. She's very rushdown. Ken likes his rushdowns. Um, but, yeah, it's... I didn't get a chance to play it. Ken did. I didn't get one of the open beta codes, or closed beta codes, I should say. Um, that lucky son of a bitch. But they kind of... What's kind of scaring people right now is they're ta- they're saying a lot of verbiage they're, they're using a lot of verbiage that like when Capcom was describing Street Fighter five before it came out where it's, they're talking about simplifying for people and, you know, making it more accessible to newer audiences, which is scaring people because if anyone remembers the launch of Street Fighter five, it was rough. Um, and not just because of, you know, it was half a game when it came out. Um, okay. Which, which has always been my issue with Capcom. Always, always. Yes. But <sighs> That's a whole other conversation, but uh, they've done a lot of things lately that are fixing that. They have a, like basically a whole new team that's running the Capcom division, the fighting game division and stuff, and it's actually the guys who run Monster Hunter, which has always been a little bit better of a uh, release schedule and being open and things. Let's say, are they though? Yeah, they are. No, they are. The, um, like the One of the big things, so it, if no one doesn't, if anyone doesn't know, um, Yoshinori Ono actually left Capcom, who was the dude running the fighting game division for the better part of... Ooh, almost a decade and a half, probably longer. Um, he's the one. He's the one responsible for making Street Fighter Four what it was and bringing back fighting games. Like he's he's credited with resurrecting fighting games essentially in two thousand nine when Street Fighter Four dropped. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he left Capcom because there's all kinds of things that probably went into it, but the 
The story seems to be there was internal testing for Street Fighter VI. It didn't go over so hot. He was demoted, and he just left because of that, essentially, because um, he was helming Street Fighter VI. They apparently wanted to implement some kind of team mechanic, mechanic, almost like rival schools, um, where Ooh. it was like two or three team-based, but it just didn't receive well with internal testing and developers and things like that. So they kind of dropped that. And, why wouldn't that be... Wow, okay. I don't know. It's... I it I don't I just don't know. There's no really details or like footage of it or anything like that, so it's hard to say. Um, I mean, you as a, you as a fan, wouldn't that be something you would like? Yes, does, but I think it's like because also I'm I would say at this point I'm more of a Marvel hyper fighting game kind of fan than I am like straight Street Fighter. Um, I see. At least at this point, so I'm all for like faster team based games at the moment. Yeah. But it's I I mean I'm just a huge Capcom fan in general. Like I love their characters and their universe and everything. Um, and right. also for you, I don't know if you saw, but Akira is one of the characters in season five, which is why season five is even a thing. Um, Akira from rival schools is a thing and Daigo has a full model in the game. Now we're talking. Okay. So, see, Daigo, I mean, it would make sense if Akira's in it, Daigo should be involved. Yes. Oh. The, the running theory oh. is that they're going to have like team up attacks, like in rival schools. That's going to be her play off. style. So that would be amazing. That'd Can be you, cool. I mean, unless he has the same brick shit house one that he had in Rival Schools. It's the exact same costume. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Um, I'll try awesome. and find the the model real quick, actually. But yeah, so everyone's yeah. theory is, you know, are they season five is only a thing because Street Fighter Six was received so poorly. So they're they're getting another year out of it so they can develop Street Fighter Six. Um <laughs> and this was part of the leak that happened at Capcom, which is uh, <laughs> that's a whole whole monster um because they were oh wait no i heard about that I, I i yeah i heard like they a lot of their schedule was leaked and it's like a real shitty schedule if yeah. i understand um so it's no not necessarily that so it was capcom was a victim of ransomware essentially so someone hacked their info held it for ransom and said hey um if if you don't pay us, we're gonna release this info. So, and a lot of that was like employee information and things like that. Um, okay. So that's not cool. But they did well. release, <laughs> and because of that, you know, they released some of the information and things of like games they had planned. So this is Akira's preview art that they showed off um, for Street Fighter Five Classic Akira. Um, she's got her okay. usual her usual. Uh, you know her, her biker gimmick thing going on um i just i'm trying to find ah there it is okay cool and then this is the image that they found from these files that were leaked online um oop, that's not what i wanted i hit languages by accident so let's see if this will work hey there it is this is the model of daigo oop yeah, it's the same suit, same suit. The exact same thing for both of them. Um, so, like, I can see this as them gauging, you know, if this character sells well, they're gauging the interest in rival schools. Um, I'm all for guest characters like this when it's to gauge, like, further projects sort of thing. I right. There's some things where, like, Mortal Kombat, I think, is going a little too heavy into the guest characters, but they're also in Season 3, so I kind of get it. Um, yeah, it's more for, for money at this point. Like, yeah, they're, they're, like they're, they're not essentially doing Smash anything. Brothers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean it's yeah. There's no, there's no way Rambo is going to be in Mortal Kombat 13. No, like, no. not at all. It's, so. it's like Alien and Predator. Like they were super dope. Um, but yeah. So on top of that, they uh, 
let me see if I can find the full list of the stuff that was leaked. So that was, you know, the leak that happened. They found that model information. So the idea now is, you know, Akira is going to have this rival school style T based gameplay. Um, I would, I would like to see that, and I would like to see that actual mechanic become a thing. Like it's just, I mean, I know you need traditional Street Fighter, but damn it, man! <laughs> like, yeah, come on. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm more of, I'm definitely more into the Marvel stuff now. Um, yeah. So the this is the list that was leaked: Resident Evil Outrage. I, I think that might be eight in Japan. I'm not sure. Um, outrage. Outrage. Resident Evil Outrage. Dragon's Dogma okay. Two. Um, Street Fighter Six. Rockman Match. Uh, so it's what? kind of Mega Man game. I don't know if it's a versus game or what. Resident Evil Match. 4 Remake, Monster Hunter 6, yes. which will be the, the world sequel most likely. Biohazard Apocalypse. Uh, and this is getting into 2023 at this point. That's Q3 2023. Super Street Fighter uh, 6. So they plan on doing some kind of remake like they've always done. Final they Fight always Remake. Do, you guys always fucking buy them. All right, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. Final just- Fight Remake. Final fight. Final fight. That's Cody, Guy, and Hagar. Uh, oh, some other shit. people. Um, Power Stone remake. Oh, so fuck. that's some good stuff if that's true. But again, Power we're getting talk. into 2024 at this point, so who knows? Well, we'll get there too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ultra Street Fighter Six. Again. Um, and then Resident Evil Hunk or Hank. So we'll see. Hunk. Yeah, it's got to be Hunk, bro. I don't. Yeah, okay. I'm assuming that's like the firefighter calendar for Resident Evil characters. So, um, I mean, legit, I have I have been more interested in the Resident Evil thing. It's partly because of the same thing. Like, I miss playing a game, and one of the games I miss the most is a Resident Evil. So it's like I'll, I'll put on a lore video, or I'll just like watch like um because I, I didn't get to play the 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 three remake. Yeah. So I see like people modding it and doing all kinds of wackadoo mm-hmm. shit with it. But other than that, like I'm, I still want to play it. I, I know it has a lot of problems. I still don't know why, but you know, um, it's short. But hearing the main thing is it's short. yeah. That's the big one I hear. But at the same time, like okay, <laughs> it, yeah. it's it appreciate what you got. It is what it is. It's not like yeah, whatever. But if we're gonna get a four remake, because of how slightly cartoony that was the adjustments that they're gonna make have to be like i think they they gotta ditch all the cartoony shit for the for the four remake but if they do a lot of what made leon the sweetheart that he is now i think has to go i i mean well to be fair they're changing they're changing all the characters right like chris isn't even the same character that he was no, Unless but to be fair, Chris was also a big dumb action man by the time six had come out. So he became he became a bicep with a fucking yeah, finger. like he, his personality <laughs> bicep is biceps. <laughs> so um, yeah, so like I'm fine with it. And honestly, it seems it's not even really cartoony. Um, it's more realistic, but it's still very Capcom styled because of the RE engine that they're using. So it's like Devil May Cry when you look at it. Like there's still that Capcom flair to it, but it's more realistic. Um, hey, they embrace the shit out of that though. Like that's yeah, that's what that's, makes that's what makes Devil May Cry its own thing is the very meta approach they have to the whole thing. Yeah, um, and they're kind of taking that kind of graphic style to Resident Evil. And I think it looks great, honestly. Um, oh yeah, no, oh, yeah, but bro, it, visually it's incredible. <laughs> like um, it, I can't I can't complain about how good it looks. Like, dude, no matter no matter the the you're getting 
all the effort that they put into the second remake, they did more tweaking with this one to make this look even a little bit better. Like, come on, like, uh, I don't know what the complaint is, really. It's people looking for reasons to complain. That's all it is. Um, exactly. And like I, you have to remember that the three re- oh, okay, so getting back to four, because I have a thought on this before I forget it and get too far out of the way. Um <laughs> they that's gonna be a very dangerous remake. That is their highest selling game, I believe, next to Monster Hunter yeah. World. Um It revitalized them. Yeah, like it, that put them yeah. back on the map and that is one of the most beloved games of generations. So like of that Wii 360 PS3 generation, I, I yeah. even it's into GameCube. Um, yeah, Ken doesn't think it should get remade either. <laughs> um, well, what, but it's, what it's I'm a saying dangerous is like, remake yeah. is if they yeah. try to tweak too much because it's so beloved. I think that's the one where if they maybe just removed like the tank controls and then gave it that graphics overhaul and that's it, they'd be fine. Kind of thing. Like they should do as little tweaking as possible. Because if they try too hard, they're going to piss a lot of people off and possibly ruin what is essentially the objectively best Resident Evil game in the series. So. Well, no, you're not getting... Yeah, the, I'm not saying that there's... there's, It's not the biggest risk in the world for them, but yeah. changing it... I don't know. Cha- the, exactly. I, yeah. I, just, I just know that they're going to do something that's going to be either a, a step in the more gr- gruesome direction like the first two remakes yeah or like you said they do that and then what else are they giving you other than a graphical remake like you know like what, I mean, what, I don't what know. are they going to add to that I, I i didn't play two and three remake either so i don't know what they add in terms of like development I mean, story i don't th- i don't think they add yeah. much if they do but like there could be things that they add in that case where like Maybe Leon reacts a little differently in certain scenes. I don't know. Right. No, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a it's not really a question you can answer. I'm just like I'm just yeah. saying like I, I, what would they be able to to bring to a new a remake in order to to quantitate you know paying sixty bucks for what essentially is just a graphical update. Yeah. Um. So that's all. I just uh, I don't know. But that's why I have a suspicion that they'll change a lot to it for good or bad for good or bad whatever it plays out to be. Especially yeah. in the directions that the characters are going. Yeah. Either I way, mean, I'm still looking forward to Village. That's going to be fun. Village is going to be so sick. Uh, Ken thinks it'll be a lazy remake and kind of a cash grab. I mean, that's what remakes are. They're cash grabs. So uh, hopefully opinion. it is. And, and yeah, hopefully it is. And, yeah. and we can be okay with that. Because yeah. we know what we're that doing. That one is the one you would probably forgive the most if they just did like a lazy graphics overhaul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fine. That's fine. Fine. Yeah. It's fine. The um, only thing that I would like, though, I would like for the AI to be like, that much better. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they seem to improve it a lot from what I've seen in two and three. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, <laughs> like I said, it's just, it's dangerous. They got to be careful with what they do with that one. So yeah. I'm personally excited to see what comes of street fighter six, just because I'm over street fighter five. It's a fine game. Like it's, it's ever since arcade edition, it has gotten much, 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 much better. Um, I just, it's, I don't know. I can't find that one thing that hits like four. Um, they've already confirmed there's a werewolf, Ken. <laughs> in Village, there's a werewolf in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there's witches. There's witches and I think vampires too. Yeah. There's there's all kinds of creepy, monstery, black forest type things. Um, yeah. It's... We'll see. I'm, I still haven't gotten through seven. I got to the first... 
tutorial boss and I put it down because I was scared. <laughs> so so I, I literally got to where have, have you did you play seven or watch like a playthrough of it or anything? I watched the whole playthrough of it, yeah. Okay. But I haven't I haven't like played it myself. Um but dude, I Alright, full disclosure. I, I know when I'm picking up a game again it's gonna be rough because I tried to play uh I still have the three sixty that barely works. Yeah. Um but anyway, I tried to play RE four and five like what two, three months ago. Yeah. Trash. I'm trash. My reaction is like Well, garbage. you didn't have me knifing birds for five, so yeah. Garbage, bro. <laughs> like, I'm getting hit before I'm turning. Like, what, 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 what? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, it's five is a terrible game, but it will always hold a special right. place in my heart for that footage that we lost because that was a really fun uh, playthrough. That was that was one of the most fun times. Uh, oh man, yeah, that was uh, we, such gold, and then we lost all of that footage. It was so defeating, and that's why the channel probably ended because that was like yeah. the start of the it, snowball. <laughs> it took it took the legs right from under us. We're yeah. like, God damn it! Um, but that we played again. It's for a garbage game, sake, bro. But yeah, it was fun. Got to play it one more time. It's it's on like PS4 and all that stuff now. They just put it on there digitally. Yeah, yeah. so it's on that. Um, but yeah, in, in uh, seven, I got to in the beginning when you first pick up the gun and you're fighting your wife or whatever after she cuts off your hand. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I got to literally that. She killed me once and like shoved a chainsaw through my chest, and I was like, nope, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm tapping out. So it is. It is a a different caliber of scary. I do know that it's it's like a. a I when I know if I when I get a chance to play it, I don't know how I'm gonna handle it because I guess you can play, you can hide from most things, right? You don't have to fight everything. Yeah, I mean that's most Resident Evils. You can kind of run away and cheese out stuff because you're not meant to sit there and just action hero. Right, that's what I mean. Like you, you, there's no way you can kill every enemy. No, what I you mean. just literally okay. don't have enough ammo. That's what I, yeah okay so it's true horror then then I'm looking forward to that because as yeah. long as I like don't come in there all tank and like you know end up with like no you're not Chris and... so it's fine <laughs> um but the, yeah the <laughs> the biggest thing for me with like I can't do that I tried Outlast too I can't do Outlast Outlast is awful that's the uh um night vision one right yeah that's the one where you have like okay. the night vision camera I tried the second one and the first one the second one's even worse in my opinion. But the first one made me like soil myself. Like gameplay or no? It's it's just it's a very different setting that like cuts way deeper for me. <laughs> um, oh, so the first one takes place in an abandoned asylum. Um, you're going in as a reporter that gets reports that this stuff went down in an asylum. So you're going in with a video camera to try and figure it out, and then like all the crazy people are running around and crazy doctors and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then there's like a 1.5 that's a prequel that you find out that it's this whole supernatural element thing to it. Cause they were doing, um, they were doing well, like experiments a, and things. Like a cult? Yeah. That's like a weird culty thing where they're like tapping into like the spirit realm and all this weird stuff. And, um, that one's also in the same asylum, but it's like the fall of the asylum kind of thing. And then the second okay. one takes place in like the Arizona desert. <laughs> and there's just like, yeah, what? it it taps into that like weird culty in the middle of nowhere thing. I wasn't I wasn't about that life, so I tapped out yeah, before I, I even I saw it. someone. That's fine. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yeah, when it gets when it gets super weird, it gets weird. Yeah, it gets like really wrong weird. turn kind of thing. Like I was like, ooh, no, I'm good. Oh yeah, okay, no, yeah. no cannibal hillbillies. No, nah, I'm good, bro. man. I like I said, I tapped out before I even saw someone. So okay, I was like, nah. I'm well. Good. <laughs> 
maybe one day when I'll get to play, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll do a stream again and yeah. relive the glory days. One day. Yeah. The Lost Planet ones are still dope, so. They're on there, too. That's, yeah. That's still a thing. Still a um, thing. One day we'll finish Lost Planet, too. We never did, did we? No, I don't no, think we, we ever did. finished it. Um, oh, shit. Because I know we got through the desert, and then we got to whatever levels like, after the desert. That's right. That game is a fucking endeavor, though. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, good one. Worth good it. One. It's a good one. Great yeah. one. You can check out our playthrough at Console Kings on YouTube. It's still up there. <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless plug. Shameless, shameless plug, plug for a dead channel. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, cool. yeah, check it out. It's yeah. So it's before we get into Gavon, um, do you want to talk yes. a little bit about what we did a couple days ago? Sure. Sure. Um, so we, uh, we, we kind of had a very big episode last episode. I don't know if it's up yet. Um, it is. I put it up this morning. Oh, okay. So there we go. It's up. Um, so we were lucky enough to actually get a chance to um, have a one-on-one -on -one with uh, David Clark, the head of Team Common Writer for the Bluefin brand. Um, it's quite a big deal, man. Um, it it was real fun. He's a real chill guy. It, I think it was uh, it was a lot to to process when you're in the moment. But now that we've had time to recover, I think. Uh, I think he he uh, he he definitely we we definitely have a good representative uh, for our genre for our if you will yeah uh, in him and yeah I I see big things coming our way listen to the episode check it out man yeah I just put it up this morning so it should be as of this recording right now it it's probably on the stuff but it may be taking a minute to kick out sometimes it takes a little while um, yeah but yeah if you when guys. When it's up, yeah. I mean, you can check it on, out on the Podbean. Um, that's usually where they get hosted. The stream is probably archived on this, too, if you're watching on Twitch. Um, the stream should be archived on there as well. You can watch it there. Um, but, yeah, it's the main thing we – I think the main takeaway is whenever you talk about Common Rider, use hashtag Common Rider because that's what he yes. delivers to Bandai and Toei to show that there is interest in the West. Um, and that's why you'll see all of our stuff from now on. We'll have hashtag Common Rider attached to it, things like that. Um and yeah, that's that's really how we're, he's he's trying to make it so you know there's not 37 hoops you have to jump through to get common rider stuff here in the West. So that is a nope. mission I am 100% about because I'm tired of paying crazy one, shipping one, middleman fees. Thousand, thousand yeah. percent. All Send I'm saying, us. if I could go to work and grab Memory of Heroes, my day would be made. That's all I'm saying. Um, oh man, I would like to play that. Huh. I would too. I would too. But I gotta jump through hoops and a half right now to get it so <laughs> yeah we'll see um but yeah so that's really the main take check it out check out the episode dave's david's a super cool dude um super you'll like to talk to you will and, appreciate uh, it check out team common rider on facebook and all that kind of stuff um the their twitter is at us rider i believe team us rider yes. um or team rider us there it is i'm sorry team rider us team rider us you can find them on twitter and all the social medias and stuff um they're you know on the forefront and hopefully we'll get to work with them some more so yeah um, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 but let's yeah. get into the why we're here because we're tokudon oh, yeah. not team common let's rider talk, yet. let's uh, talk tokudon <laughs> we are not team common rider but we're for cool. team common rider <laughs> yeah 100%. hey guys <laughs> um so, dude. so today we're gonna be Got talking him. about space sheriff gavon so when you think a lot of the retro style toku this is one of the first ones that come to your mind like carl said earlier it's one of the one of the former big ones um so oh boy 
I love it. I love that it's so retro, but this show is hard to follow. Um, so we we <laughs> we we were man- we managed to watch the first two episodes um successfully this one though was not because we didn't like it (laughs) so no part of it is poor planning because we're great at that um the other part is subs on the official toey youtube channel that has the episodes just stop after episode two (laughs) you get about two minutes in episode three and the english just goes away so right um so yeah until we can support the official release um we have the first two episodes for (laughs) sure um yeah so yeah space sheriff gavon is a dude who is super sick. I always loved the Metal Hero designs. Um, he is the first Metal Hero, I believe. Um, yes. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gavan. Oh, man. Where do you? Where do we start? Where do we start? What do you Let's talk say about first the, the show <laughs> itself and Gavan in general before yeah, we dive into the actual episodes. There's so much to, to, there's so much to explain because they don't explain much. There's so much um, and so little to explain at the same time. Yeah. It's a weird contradiction so, to itself. So this came out kind of same era, uh, I think seventies. Um, just find a picture sure. of Gavon. I'll find the date yeah. in a minute. Uh, uh, so there's Gavon. So Gavon is one of the metal heroes. Nineteen eighty-two. Eighty-two. Thank you. Um, very retro design. Very, very, but very good. I, I don't hate anything about metal heroes in terms of the way they look. He's. I. I like. The simplicity of it because it's it, it is one piece i think but it's it's still like i don't know i think I, it's just i like it because i don't know it's this has always been the metal heroes in general have always been a costume design that's spoken to me but i think it's also because i love like 80s sci-fi in general right um, like yeah that's what i mean it's a very stuff. retro suit looking yeah it, it but doesn't it, look like, like it armor. works <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. they when they redid so there's a gavon new generation that's a series of movies and ovas kind of thing um they pretty much kept the style intact and it still looks amazing like the suit is it's weird retro but timeless kind of retro like it never gets like dated retro kind of thing yeah um i guess that's it's, the it's easiest not way to it's not it. it doesn't look as jarring as like ichigo it's not as big and awkward and i think it's because by this time they had nine ten years to try and hammer out suits a little better um because yeah. sentai and common rider you know 1973 is yeah. when that stuff premiered so they had a few years to work on it and kind of refine it a little bit um and under under the visor they do have the um the eyes that glow every now and then so it's like there's another set of eyes underneath that black visor thing yeah it's pretty cool he uh yeah. little orange eyes and stuff and he's got some cool abilities that he uses with him i forget what the scanner is called it's like space scanner or something like that um, oh man there's so many weird names for things here yeah they they, they, named, they just picked like they played scrabble and just went with it bro it's great uh, and you roll through all of them in the first episode it was so good <laughs> i'm bringing i'm bringing up the stuff here so uh, so the first episode, um, we where you don't get a whole lot of um, uh, character development for the main guy. No, um, he just kind of appears. So basically, the only thing we establish first is that I think there's multiple dimensions. Um, yes, and and one of them, these space kaiju pirates come from the Maku. Uh, thank you, the Maku. They're space pirates essentially. They're the evil guys. Um, and they're evil because reasons they they don't have a point at least <laughs> not in the first two episodes. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to go with their evil for evil. Uh, I mean, they're, they're 
the their leader is I I refer to it as Talpa in my notes because he struck me as like Talpa. He's just like this wall entity, right? Yeah. Um. He's a weird like he almost looks like a what's his name in, in space Scorpio. Uh, Scorpio Scorpio. I don't remember his name in in space, but he's oh, this weird like oh. wall monster man leader thing. Um. That yeah. Has a very what was the other show we watched? Um, we watched it. Oh, it's VR Troopers. Duh, because they adapted this into VR Troopers. But well, well, remember there was like the he had the the court you know in front of him with all these like lieutenants and stuff, and it was very confusing yeah. when we were watching VR Troopers. But now I can't. I completely forgot. So that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, it's he's he's a wall. <laughs> it's a wall. It's a that's wall all, with that's a two faces. It's a wall with two faces because the first face you think it's his face, but it's not. It's another face that's actually talking. Yeah. It's weird. But anyway, his name is Don Har. Don Har, <laughs> yeah, he's Don Har. He's something that's uh, for sure. So they they start the attacking some kind of space colony, whatever. Um, they destroy it, and their their forces crash into different sections of Japan, right? Um, something like that. Yeah, I honestly yeah. got a little confused. <laughs> Yeah, they, they they go all over the place. Um, anyway, the Maku suddenly have an underground base within, like, moments of crashing, I'm going to go with. Um, they have A lot of this is very breakneck speed to where it was, like, <laughs> they definitely had a bullet point for the script or where the story wanted to go, but someone said, like, that was the script. no, put that in the first episode. <laughs> that was the script. And then, a, and then a bunch of PAs just went and put markers down, so they just said, one, two, three, hit these points and say whatever you... Th- the, whatever the first sentence that comes to your mind is when you hit that mark, say that sentence. We're recording it. Let's go. And that's how they film their show. Nothing <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's every every take. Every take is just like they they had an idea. Mm-hmm. That was it. <laughs> it yeah, it's every literally every cut seemed to be like a new line for whatever was going on. It was very strange and very. Yeah. It made it hard to follow unless you were actually like, I mean, even if you were paying attention, I know you can't follow it. But like I was doing, I looked away once or twice, to like, you know, do something else on the yeah. computer. And like I immediately was lost two seconds later. I was like, oh, OK, we're here now. All right. Um, yeah. But, but you have to think these this was kids. This was for kids, too. Yeah. So I know that a lot of the shows we watched when we were younger were nonsense. I mean, Animaniacs alone lets me know how much ADD I got going on up here. But all I mean is. Even for 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 that for this for it being live action and yet the 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 pace kids can't follow this kids are just watching the prettiness yeah. and by the way it's pretty it's not it doesn't look bad it doesn't no. look bad at all it was I was it's watching I was like wow this is actually really cool <laughs> yeah it's actually really no idea good what's happening but it's really cool nothing not even gonna complain about the film about the yeah. nothing about it was bad in terms yeah. of the quality the the kaiju are really dope i like the uh the the little guys i don't are they just the maku is the, that what they I are i think yeah they're the maku troopers they're like the putty kind of things that you know yeah the putties yeah, yeah. the putties with the black faces they look like the um they look like lantern bugs uh i kind of like that they, they look like insects they um, kind of reminded me of um the, the ones with the orange heads in um whatchamacallit the the one sentai the train sentai um oh oh um 
Tokyo Drift. Is that the one where they had the orange heads? They had the, like the weird orange kind of bug heads. Um, but oh, yeah, no, they're, they're pretty cool. It's and they got these like or like the um, the Astro Switch, the generic Astro Switch guys. They kind of look like that okay. too. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like. I didn't mind them. They, they look okay. And then the actual kaiju in the first episode was like a, a roach like sand thing. crab kind of thing. Yeah, like a horseshoe <laughs> I, crab. I thought it was, yeah, whatever, whatever. It, yeah. Not bad. It's not bad. No. Um, it's uh, charming. A lot of it is just charming. Like it's. If yeah. you go into it expecting like I don't know new grade stuff, which you shouldn't because it's from 1982, but like watching it out, I was like, "Ooh, this is where a lot of these like tropes come from." For like, and you can yeah, and you see it yeah yeah, but you like see the you see that the it's it's very abrupt, it's very fast paced, but it's it's a, a lot of shouting. Pretty to look at names and then oh flashy God. lights so and much. crayon special effects. So much, so much. The um, laser scope is the eyes that he uses. It's called the laser scope. Yeah. So his eyes light um, up, and particularly in the first episode, he gets like a crosshair that shows because the this crab's burrowing underground. He gets like a crosshair that shows him where it is, and then he doesn't really do anything. <laughs> it just kind of blows him up. Yeah. Uh, the, there's a character Mimi, the bird. Yes. Alien. Is a weird. Is she a robot or is she just like from Planet Bird? I don't. I, don't, I, don't. So, I think she's the transformer. Okay, so, so yeah, we're introduced to Gavon right out the gate, and he's on his ship whose name escapes me at the moment. Um, but the ship's name is... Hold on, I wrote it down somewhere. Dolgrain? Dolgrain, Dol- yeah, Dolgrain. Dolgrain. That's yes. his ship. Um, it's this really cool-looking kind of almost Enterprise-looking thing. Um, and he has a stowaway. <laughs> and it's this lady yeah. named Mimi who he seems it's, to know because he's leaving planet bird um, it's some random 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 transformer lady yes. thingy that that just that's just there it, she's just there and I I was confused right away of like is he human is he not and then two seconds later he drops a line where he's like my mother was from planet earth yeah so, yeah yeah so he's like he's like star lord um, basically is what it seems to me. I don't know what his dad is from, but he took like his maiden, his mom's maiden name or something when he lands on earth. Um, yeah. So it's voicer is his father's name. Voicer. They share voicer. Vosser. Vosser. Voicer. I don't know. All right. So, uh, you, in the middle of the episode, these, the kids, some group of kids randomly discover, the the underground base that was so literally well randomly <laughs> they're they're like playing yeah they're like hunting ufos they're hunting yeah. ufos and then these kids happen across like the super base that this enemy has built in the short amount of time and it's just like uh, okay and, and then, then they're captured like a 10 minute like running scene of them trying to escape. Oh, yeah 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 a uh, quite a hilarious effortless running away i mean they're they're like going nowhere very quickly they, very they're going nowhere but also seem to know where they're going because they get out very quickly as well inter- for like children yeah. being trapped in a place they don't know <laughs> i mean they had to rehearse the scene a couple times so they had to make it like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was this way this way this way oh god yeah. guys <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> um it was it was weird I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It was weird. So, so like they're running around with all these like putty dudes, like walking through the base and then they knock over a fire hydrant and that's what gets them caught. Um, yeah. And Gavon just happens to know where they were. Gavon just shows up. He just shows Gavon up in a red Jeep. Up. So 
and he pulls Mimi out of his pocket. I don't know why the bird was in the pocket when she was in the seat next to him two minutes later but he, earlier. But he managed. To, he man. They. I don't know how he managed to hit every single one of them with his car, um, <laughs> but he did. He does. It's true. With a, with a Suzuki, whatever it is, he he just he strategically <laughs> hits a group of people with the same car. It it almost <laughs> reminded me of. Um, when Kuga is chasing that one dude down on his bike in like the second episode, like tediously, where it's like if you just got off the bike, it'd be a little faster. He's like driving in circles, trying to hit everyone with this jeep, and it's like if you just got out and punched him, I feel like this would go a lot quicker. Um, yes, yes, yeah. So <laughs> just, and yes, you're right. He does keep the parakeet in his pocket the entire he, he time. He literally he up. reaches into his shirt, and I expected him to pull out like. I don't know, his space sheriff communicator or something. No, he pulls out a parakeet, like a live parakeet he pulls out. Yeah, They just, they literally put a parakeet in his shirt for the shot and he pulls it out and flies away and then she turns into Mimi again. And I was just very confused at what was going on. But then he does the best part of the show, which is his transformation. The best part of what I'm going to take as every episode because this sequence is so nice. Yes. Like... Um, they, in the Toei do, or subs, they call it the metamorphosis, but it's electroplate is usually what he screams when he transforms. Yeah. Um, and he does his dance, which I think is one of the coolest dances ever, and always reminded me of PyCon, where I think it's where they got the inf- the uh, idea from when PyCon does his Pi-Con. fire, oh. his fire storm wave or whatever it was called. Are you serious? Yeah, PyCon from Dragon Ball Z. I never made that connection. Yeah. Are you serious? I got, all uh, right, now I gotta watch. It. Yep. Now we gotta find it fire flash Whoa. attack or something like that but it looks very fire similar shit. he goes like this right like he yeah he does like this dance where he goes side to side and then he like puts them together but he does a very similar like gavon style dance i gotta see this holy crap you if that's that's gonna blow my mind <laughs> uh where is it the fire technique i have it here So if uh, is, I obviously don't know how to spell PyCon, so yeah. I got okay. you. Oh my god, yes. Oh, it's so good. So here's the PyCon thing, if anyone's following along on Discord. For our audio listeners, I will describe it in a second. But he does this this dance. This dance <laughs> that can only mm-hmm. be described as I don't I don't know, honestly. Ooh. And then oh he does this god, this yeah. arm sway thing into a pose, and he even does the arm cross and everything. Um, it's a very it's, similar style. It's to very similar. Yeah, you could see the inspiration for it. Yeah, that's dope. That's super dope. Yep. So that's that's what happened there. Um, nice. That was the first thing I thought of because I my brain's weird like that and retains this kind of dumb information no one needs. So now you're good. Or PyCon. The fuck, bro. The <laughs> the whole gimmick with Gavon's henshin is he can do it in point zero five seconds. <laughs> yes he does this whole that's, that's he does the dance important. and then it like receives the like information to the ship that teleports his armor down and stuff and they make it a point multiple times to say hey this happens in 0.5 seconds <laughs> Zero five seconds. like multiple times like like a lot multiple times <laughs> um so it's, then suddenly the, the kaiju appears suddenly suddenly <laughs> he, he appears what what's the first power uh, laser z beam yes so he has multiple powers that i honestly didn't know about until i watched this first couple episodes because he doesn't really use them in a lot of them he really just uses the laser sword in like the other movies and stuff that i've seen um yeah so it's 
pretty cool and it was again i was like where have i seen this before and i keep forgetting that we reviewed vr troopers and they obviously that's another metal heroes called just beyond that they adapted and i was like wow this stuff looks really close to vr troopers and they're like i don't know i was having a brain fart this morning while i was watching it so man i get it i get it this was was rough to watch yeah (laughs) and it's so he does this dance and then he you know says electro plots jochaku is the actual word that he says jochaku and uh the ship receives the signal teleports it down and he dons the armor in 0.05 seconds um and then he proceeds to beat the ever-loving piss out of whatever's in front of him so and he's a badass like he's, the, he's a badass the, the dude. choreography is not bad they, he definitely yeah. goes for like it's not they don't pull the punches it's straight up like i'm gonna punch you in the face and that's it um, like you can see the drop kicks that he does like in a lot of takes yeah like, <laughs> and Kenji, we were talking about it before. I don't know if you remember, but Kenji Oba is the the actor, and he is his thing. I remember distinctly when someone was describing this to me, or when I was listening to. It, I don't remember how I got first introduced to Gavon at this point, but someone okay. had distinctly made the point to say that he did his own stunts all the time, and he even does them really? in like the Forza movie when he shows up, or the Next Generation, whatever one he shows up in. Um, He's- 78 <laughs> yeah when he's like 60 something he's doing his own stunt still man it's so cool i respect that a lot that's really cool yeah yeah i mean i i i like the i like everything about this show i just wish we had better subs or at least maybe uh if if, a, if the subs are what they are if that's really what's going on then we need to finish because this probably makes sense at some point yeah Right. So I'm using the wiki here. Apparently, the hunter killer. So in the first episode, he is sent to Earth to find Hunter Killer, which is a former space yes. sheriff, um, who you find out is one of these Maku guys. He's working with the Maku. Um, yes. Apparently, he is the one who killed Gavon's father, who was a space sheriff as well. Or betrayed. Oh, he's the one that killed him. I don't. I don't know if he died, but he betrays his father, and that's kind of how they okay. tie that all together. Um, so stuff does happen eventually, but I'm sure it's very old toku where it's you know this will be a two two episode thing or one episode thing down the line here other than that it's very monster maybe of the week. Um, yeah but when he does fight the the kaijin it's they do this really cool thing where don Har can throw them into the maku realm for a little bit and the shadow realm the, the yeah shadow realm he literally sends them yeah. to the shadow realm with like they a go to the shadow realm and everything and it's exactly what it sounds like it's just like this swirly vortexy yeah very um, matte it's like a matte painting background that yes. they have. They, they film it in the same quarry that they filmed every Toku in since the dawn of man. <laughs> and they painted yeah. out the sky for this crazy, like trippy tie dye moons in the background kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's in this dimension. The Kaijin are three times stronger, which is another point they yes. like to make every time they get sent there. <laughs> this is why he has to fight them there because reasons, because yeah. obviously if they fought him on, on his terms, it'd be yeah, whatever. If they fought him on earth. He would just one shot all of them. Um, which does if anyway. they went to the shadow realm, I would just be like, okay, I'll just, I'll just be here. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. No. 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 Go ahead. That's fine. Uh, I'll see you in a few minutes. It's cool. You, I'll just. What be are you here. gonna do there? That's <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> I can wait. But, I got time. Um, yeah. <laughs> the way Gavon follows them into the shadow realm is possibly the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So his it's, ship that he's using fires out this bike that has a sidecar to it, but Gavon perfect. surfs on it. He doesn't actually yes. get on the bike. No, he surfs on the sidecar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, "This is." I. It's called Siberian, the flying motorcycle bike machine, and whatever he wants it to be. Honestly, I guess it does fucking anything. <laughs> it does anything. So, 
He's literally in this picture. He's just standing on it. It's literally a bike that he's just standing on. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's this red motorcycle that I'm sure they, you know, like anything, they probably deal with. Iro was so much more dangerous back then. They didn't give a fuck. Yeah, he's literally standing on this motorcycle that clearly has a seat yeah. next to it. That's how that's how he rides it. Yeah. He just I mean, flies I'm, I'm, into the shadow realm with it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not I like it. it. It's cool. <laughs> it's just, there's a lot of things in this show that are like, this is really dumb, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is this happening? Why do I love it so much? It's Please pretty keep much the it. theme of the show. So, um, super dimensional. Let me show you a picture of the ship as well, because I finally have a decent one here. Um, oh, okay. The Dolgron? Yeah. So, the whole, the Dolgron. So, there's two f formations of this thing there's the standard ship, and then to add to the nonsense that is this show. So this is the ship. It's this very enterprise-looking thing. Like it has the disc on top, and then underneath there's another like vessel. Um, yeah, where the other thing comes out of the other thing. So the other gimmick it's, that he has is this other yes. bottom piece beneath it is a dragon. <laughs> it's just a dragon. No, not just a dragon. It is a very Power Rangers dragon. It is like the Red Ranger dragon from the yes. Thunder Swords kind of thing. Like it is a very dragon dragon. Um, yes. And it kind of the its name is Star Beast, Electronic Star Beast Dole is its official name, uh, which is a badass name. <laughs> that is a super I mean, cool name. Which is what I'm talking about. That they went with the first thing that came to the actor's mind. That's an electronic dragon beast doll. Yeah, <laughs> it's such script. a it's cool name. That's so metal. <laughs> I love it. Um, he he just rides on it like they get big at some point and then he just rides on it and it'll it'll support him by like breathing fire and stuff it does dragon things that's <laughs> it is a dragon yeah it's a dragon so yeah. yeah and okay so he that thing comes it takes out the half of the forces or whatever it does and then he goes back to fighting one on one with hunter killer gets his super sword cuz yes. he has a power sword too and he cuts the fucker in half. <laughs> yeah. So they have this really, it's called the, um, what is it? Crimson Dynamic or something like that. Um, yeah. Is that what it's called? The uh, Gavon Dynamic. There we go. Gavon Dynamic. Gavon. So he Dynamic has a laser sword. That's his, his weapon. It's a, you know, a straight Tai Chi kind of sword. Um, almost like a, a, like a broadsword kind of thing. Like a gladiator's broadsword. And he yep. lights it up. He slashes. And then they straight up just, split they have an actual yep. model that like a, a, a plastic just, model that falls in like, half and explodes <laughs> <laughs> like someone rips off the tape behind it and then like sparklers shoot out it's the only way to describe it it's great it was it was charming it was so charming because you could tell it was going to happen but it still worked <laughs> but it was that's the clip that they use for every finisher because this is toku yep. so you got to reuse those clips when you need them um that's, Save on that's the film, guys. and they always Save on the they came up with some like nonsense reason why it's the same model every time i don't did you notice that like even when he fights um the dude in the second episode it like turns into hunter killer again for the thing that splits it's did not it? a different yeah it's not a different like it's literally the uh, same footage okay i didn't i didn't notice that okay i didn't notice that yeah okay we're gonna it's literally right, just... so basically episode one ends with him taking on the identity of this stable boy um i forget his name retsu ichijoji, ichijoji. so that's that's his human name that he's gonna go by mm -hmm. but now we have to hurry up and get to the end of episode two because what the fuck really <laughs> yeah so how did i miss yeah. that <laughs> it's <laughs> All right, okay. i don't even remember the thing that they fight i just remember distinctly that and then it 
yeah. <laughs> All right. Episode two starts. They are uh, the the Maku are going after this uh, tanker. This old, uh, was it an oil tanker or some yeah, it's kind an of oil ship? tanker? An oil tanker. Okay. Um, they they pose as this. So there's a lot of like uh, exposition dump in this episode, like right in the beginning. Because I guess they had so much B footage from like this other film that they were shooting. <laughs> they just <laughs> <in> here. <laughs> so, whatever, whatever they actually, whatever that, if that B footage is actually for their show, I'm gonna be surprised at that. Because mm, yeah, I feel like that was. was so I feel random. like at this time they were doing a lot of like we'll just shoot generic B footage and use it for all the shows we can kind of thing. Because there was no way. That that B footage relayed all of that exposition dump <laughs> at all. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't see any of that. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> right. Alpha. Okay, some mysterious company named Alpha is blackmailing the government. Um, to 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 what to to pay them in diamonds or they'll launch a miss. I don't even know, man. I don't even know. Something about diamonds and a missile and give me the money or, yeah, or they something just, bad. Like, discover a pile of diamonds or something. I don't honestly remember. Yeah. Just, there was, and then Mimi was like, oh, that's a lot of diamonds. That's cool. And then there's a weird bird monster, which is the thing he fights, I'm pretty sure. Yes, it's a, it's like a, a bird monster. Uh, Gavan does a lot of parkour in this in this one. <laughs> like a lot of like it's a very Mission Impossible episode yeah. for him. He's just like ducking and, and jumping over shit. It's like Ethan Hunt. He, he becomes Ethan Hunt for this whole episode. <laughs> so like, yeah. it's not even like, it's not even like it's it's um, like for example, he jumps over a rock that he could easily just like walked over. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like it's, it's a very short rock, but he like half flips over it, kind of thing. <laughs> and it's like, it's why are you putting so, all this extra effort into it? Why are you why are you like it's, this? It's so awesomely extra, so damn extra. Um. So anyway, so oh wait, no, I wrote a note. They're demanding Mount Fuji. Uh. So. He does all this sneaking into this uh, this uh, this base, this government building, just to find out one thing, and then he leaves like almost immediately after that. He just piece, he I, like casually walks out too. That's it. He's, he he just does this supreme Mission Impossible thing just to find out like one question, and then he's gone. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this is anyway. <laughs> this is literally how the most of the plots of every episode we've seen go. So at some point they fight in space. He uses the dragon. Th- to fight them uh apparently he he's the dragon's able to use a fire technique in space uh so it's magic fire just go um, okay the magic fire burns in space yep. and then the ships explode in space mm-hmm. so go with it okay we're going um, with like star wars rules it's fine right so uh, i guess after they kick their i'm already like almost halfway through the episode i'm rushing through this i'm sorry it's fine we just uh, we got to get so, where he fights the bird and it turns into hunter killer again but we we skipped the one booby trap. <laughs> so there's so many. So he so all right. Uh, after the dragon thingy, they decide that they're just gonna drop the a tanker right on top of Tokyo. So that's their solution. They're just like, all right, fuck it. They're just gonna drop this bitch right here. Yep. Makes sense. I mean, that's, that's that's the next perfect. logical step, honestly. Because I was I was okay with that. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then Gavan just fucking kicks their asses. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? And then, so, after he kicks their asses, he gets to their base, and there's, there's, he does a little more Ethan Hunt parkour shit, and then they, they channel Indiana Jones so freaking hard, <laughs> there's a boulder that starts chasing him through yep. these tunnels, and it's legit, 
it's so like bad. almost shot for shot indiana jones but like it, it a terrible shot, college it, movie kind of thing like yeah. what we saw in college like like even even worse than what we saw in college yeah. like the dorm porns that we saw in college are, are better than <laughs> this one. yeah it was it was interesting <laughs> anyway so he survives the indiana jones bolter chase um then i guess uh everything and the kaiju starts start like shooting at him uh engines um the kaiju is like this beaver frog thingy yeah did you look at it no i, I honestly you... like at this point my i watched it i don't remember any of this even though it was like two hours right, ago that's okay so it's like a <laughs> beaver frog thingy like it, it doesn't make any sense but when you said it becomes here i'm gonna try to grab a snippet of it freaking youtube and their ads i love you guys all right so anyway so that's the thingy i can't get a good screen of it um i got it so they dropped the tanker here we go i i found it hold on then it goes full big kaiju yeah for some reason full huge kaiju uh, there, there it is i don't think it's the bird that turns into this thing right no, I mean, I, I was, was trying to remember thing? what you were talking about. <laughs> so let me see. Because then he does the thing. I'm just trying to see the clip real quick. Yep, he goes big. He does that. Yada, yada, yada. He definitely, unless it was just a hunter, unless he fought Hunter Killer again. Because Hunter Killer's in this episode too somehow. Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, somehow. maybe maybe that's what it was. Maybe I just oh. mixed the clips of, in my head. Because mm. yeah, the dragon blows him up. He does like a final attack yeah, whatever. dragon. Yeah, Never okay. Mind. I lied. <laughs> okay. I'm Good a big liar. <laughs> you are a silly, silly girl. Yeah. All right. So, Shadow Realm thingy, they fight him, stronger, whatever. They they use the dragon to beat him. End of the episode, pretty much. Um, the only thing is... Oh, no, you're right. At the end of the episode, he does fight um, Hunter Killer again. Yeah. So Who's just yeah. alive somehow. And then he kills him the exact same way again. The exact, the exact, same, exact way. same way. With the exact same sword technique. Literally the same clip. So, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, again, we weren't able to watch all 10 like we like we should. But, you know, for, for what we checked out, I think with enough patience, it could it could be good. It could be something we could finish. To me, this is like a small burn kind of show. Like, I can't watch a lot of this together. But if I watch like three or four episodes at a time kind of thing, I think I could do it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree 100%. It's definitely a... a I mean, it ran uh, for a year, so there's a good 50-something episodes. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah, let me see. Let me see if I can find how many episodes there are. 44, I think. 44, that's what yeah, I see. that sounds about right. So, yeah, that's the thing. It is on YouTube as well. Like we said, it's just the subs do not work. If you guys want to check it out, you can just search yeah. Gavon Hinch, and it's Toei's official channel, too. So it is a legitimate way to watch it. Um, yes. It just the same stop pirates. after episode two. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. So. Good luck. I hope you. Yeah. I mean, you probably figure out contact clues. It's not the most deep thing in the world, but yeah. I mean, you're you're just just gonna be hard when you when you see whatever new weapon you're using and you can't tell the name of it because yeah. I mean, you could just come up with whatever. Just come up with whatever. That, that's what it is. Watch it. Anytime he uses an attack, just slam your keyboard, and that'll be the name of the fucking attack. Laser Zeto Beam. You know, that kind of thing. So. Um, yeah, pre-type yeah. in laser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so that's, Laser that's ah! I yeah, everyone go watch it because it's part of Toku history. It's pretty sick. Yes, pretty as a classic. Um, and then, I, do you have any closing thoughts on Gavon? Yeah. So again, given that they have um, new re- newer releases, that that is something that I think we will check out with more seriousness, um, with more with more uh, gusto, I should say, instead, um, because from what we've seen. The fighting sequences in the Metal Hero series are a whole different level from what you're used to in like a Kamen Rider or a Super Sentai. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that at least. Yeah. So thanking thanking this originator to getting us something that I'm looking forward to doing, like those fighting sequences. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, I'm all about that. Yeah. It's it's always seemed to be the highlight of the Metal Hero stuff, like not only the costume designs but their kaiju designs, and then. The choreography in general has always been very cool and very well done. So I think it's, yeah. I think that's why it was so popular for so long. And it's obviously the the whole like sci-fi, pure sci-fi kind of like this, and the weird mix of not pure sci-fi because there's a robot dragon on top of this RoboCop yeah. looking dude um, is charming. Like I said, it's I, I would I would implore everyone to watch it at least a little bit. And then there's multiple movies, like you were saying, the new generation stuff. There's multiple movies that you can just binge if you want to do it that way instead of watching forty four. 70 episodes, yeah you know i mean you don't have to do it like we do so yeah um yeah that's that's gavon and uh more to come from metal heroes hopefully definitely so, um and then our the second item on our docket for today would be the newest saber episode. as we wouldn't be tokudan if we didn't do common no. rider saber um so episodes so, 12 and 13 um yes do you want to give a brief little overview of where we left off at like 11 ish oh. All right, 11, let me bring up a quick little notes here because that's what I do. 11, I think we ended off with a ass-kicking, if I remember right. Uh, yes, there's multiple in <laughs> these next couple episodes. Uh, I don't have my notes for 11. Go ahead, you recap it. Uh, okay, so episode 11, um, we have a plot from the Megiddo to open up the big bad world thing to combine the worlds and open up the big book. There was a similar plot to episode or the thing that happened 15 years ago. Um, and Kento confronts, uh, what's his name? Kamiji? Kamijo? Kamijo? Kamijo. Yeah, uh, Kamijo. Caliber. He, he confronts Caliber. Yeah. So, excuse uh, Espada confronts Caliber, and they have a duel, I believe. Or is that episode 12? Yeah, that's episode 11. Um, and, yeah, this is the premiere of Jewel Dragon. That's right. Yeah. Jowl Dragon. Jowl Dragon. Bro. Yeah. Which right. is literally just like infinite dragons. It's crazy. Yeah. That's a so he pick. is, he takes scary and cranks it. Because like when you have the other villains and they get their stupid little power-ups, like they're always like, oh my God, it's in, it's insane. But it's because it's expected, right? But Caliber's been a problem. So it's not like he was easily handled before. So he takes as bad as he was and then amplifies it. It's yep. like a whole Super Saiyan fold. For he him. goes literally like, Super Shredder. Like, I, I was... Oh, holy crap, man. Like... Alright. So, yeah. So, anyway. The end of the episode, he kicks Kento's ass. Yep. Um, or, I'm sorry. Rintaro takes the shot for uh, Kento. The one that should have killed him. Um, yes. So, that's, that's where right. we start. Well, so, Rintaro goes to help yeah. Kento because Kento's losing his mind. Because he's like, yo, where's my dad? You're not my dad. I thought you were... Um, he's, it's, he's kind of losing it. <laughs> it's very heavy melodrama, but yeah. um, 
whatever, because we had to get here. So uh, we start off the episode. The apparently the the King of Arthur guy is at Tassel's place. So that's like the very first thing, because um, the ending goes where Tassel answers the door. I guess his door rang or whatever. Yes. Uh, so it. I think where we left off. Was it episode eleven? I don't know. Either way, yeah. Tassel had made a phone call, and he's like, "Oh, it's a, or he didn't make a phone call." It was that really scary shot of him being like, "Hey, um, where you know, I, it's about time I met that person." And then this episode starts with him on the phone talking to that person to see right. uh, what you know. We, you know, we're getting in closer and closer to it, and then his doorbell rings. Um, I believe the next episode. Maybe we didn't do episode eleven, but either way, really, the only thing that happened is Rintar and Kento uh, kind of have their thing where. Rintar is like, hey man, you gotta calm down. Like we're in this together. You gotta calm down. And he goes after Jawa Dragon, and Rintaro takes the shot. And I genuinely thought Rintaro was dead um, until episode yeah. twelve. Uh, Tassel answers the door, and we wake up yeah. to Rintaro just being in the bed, like injured kind yeah. of thing. So yeah, the typical typical I survived by miracle plot. So yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's fine because Rintaro is not too bad or too annoying in the. Uh, the character scale. He, he's um, honestly a lot less annoying than I thought he was going to be in this series. Like I'm, I'm kind of enjoying yeah. him, honestly. I, I don't hate all the characters. Uh, the only thing that I don't like is this Kento obsession. Yeah. Like I get, I get the complex. I get having your belief for 15 years taken out from under you. But if it's, if the revelation of that is that your dad isn't an asshole, isn't that good? Like, I, I think it's more of he's like every fiber of his being has been revenge kind of thing. And when that's taken away from him, that kind of shatters him. I think that's kind of the angle they're going for. I'm not saying it's conveyed very well, but I think that's the angle they're going for. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying then, to understand. Like on top of that, it's, you know, not only that, but you know, what did you do to my father? <laughs> like there's clearly which like, I think, whether they convey it well or not, like clearly there's a very deep bond he had with his father either way. And yeah. he felt, you know, that's kind of the, the pool that they're diving into with this. I'm thinking we're going to find out pretty quick um, in the next few episodes how that whole shit went down. Yeah, because of what happens at the end of 13. I think that's yeah. so anyway, how we're going to find so, out. So, yeah. So Rintaro's recovering. Um, you know, he does his little character. Is he okay? He's okay. Um so Ogami finally finds out who Calibur is, I guess. Um that it's it's uh the 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 show that he calls him Mr. Mr. Kamijoji. Yeah. Yeah, Kamijo. Uh, because so, yeah, because in the last episode it was the three main guys and then uh Slash was there. So Ogami and yeah. Ren weren't there during the fight when they yeah. revealed that. So this is kind of like their meeting. They're having at the sort of logos afterwards to be like, "Hey, do we know who he is?" Oh boy. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, I think we, we got to go back and do 11 at some point. But, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, bad guys are going over their plan to open the next four doors. Um, because I guess when they killed the two kaiju in the previous episode, um, depending on who killed which kaiju, their element or whatever yeah unlocked one of the locks yeah so it so seems to be, be six almost like they're almost like um 
the 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 crow people. I can't escape the crow demons. I, I forget what they're called. I can't remember off the top of my head. Usually, no, I have a staff. yeah, they're goblins. Though. Yeah, they're, they're they're goblins. I think Tengu. That's don't, the word I was thinking of. Tengu. They look like Tengu. They look they, like Tengu. Look I don't like know if they are, but they kind of have that like bird staff thing going on. There's six of them, um, and whenever one of the heroes destroys them with their final attack. They seem to like channel that elemental energy into a key, essentially that like a pillar yeah. of light that is a key to unlock whatever. And there's six of them all together. So the first two go down, and they're like, "Hey, this is weird. What's going on here?" Um, and Kento and everyone else who was there 15 years ago remembers um, this was a very the same plot that they had 15 years ago, and they're trying to redo it. And Kento realizes that you know the epicenter of that was where Caliber will probably be waiting because that's where everything happened before. Um, so they, they go on this plan to, you know, stop the Megiddo and stop whatever they can. And Kento ends up going to the center where he finds Caliber again. Yes. Now, when... What bothered me, Kento knows full well that he can't beat him. Yep. Like, he it, it, it's, it's not... It's, it goes beyond the sacrificial thing, because that's what I thought it was. Like, he was... Because you you start this episode knowing that he's got this full awareness that what he's got isn't enough. Yeah. So I don't understand why they insisted on continuing that. I don't know. It was just, again, I'm trying not to blame the writing too much. Um, But what bothered me was that Kento, when they split up and Kento and Ren go to their place. Yeah. Kento goes all the way back to the base. Yeah. Why? I don't. See, this is where it's it's kind of, I don't want to say falling apart, but it's clearly like there's inconsistencies here where, yeah, yeah like him, Kento and Ren leave to go handle, you know, the business of the Megiddo. And Ren like shows up and realized he got all the way there and Kento isn't with him. It was very weird. Like you either he went the whole time without realizing Kento never left or, yes, Kento went all the way there and then came all the way back. So that's it was, what it had to be, bro. Like, because yeah, Ren like, was like, I feel like hey. Ren would notice if someone wasn't next to him for the ten minutes it oh. took to get there or whatever. So, <laughs> so um, he he shouldn't pose all the way back or shouldn't close all the way back to the fucking base. Yeah. Um. Any instant transmissions back. He's like, uh, it's fine. Go with it. So he has the, he has this deep moment, and then I guess I don't know if it was in the last episode, but I guess we finally know the name of the girl. Uh, yes, Luna. So at some point, um, no, I believe it's this episode where he gets the memories back because it's when yeah, yeah, yeah. Kento and to- or Tomo comes to get Kento kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you find out that the girl that was sucked into the the vortex 15 years ago, her name is Luna. And, you know, that was the third friend of Toma and Kento when they were younger. Yeah. And there's this big promise where they would always protect each other kind of thing. You know, the usual Toku. Um, that's what they did all the pinky promise yeah they did a pinky promise thing and we're like hey we'll always protect each other and then of course you know they don't protect her because she gets sucked into the space butthole so yeah yeah so so kento goes to confront uh caliber full power again for no reason um uh was just scary bro like that was scary so it it, the whole thing like i I said it's the whole thing is multiple dragons and it has the purple like base dragon but now there's like six or seven of these gold dragons that fly around and do stuff too it's crazy i love that i love that it's like it's it's very night looking but it's like super shredder that's all i see when i see him and i can't get enough that honestly 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I can't get enough of it. I like that. It, it just, I get full Super Shredder vibes when I see it. The cape does I, a lot, honestly. I really dig the cape. I don't, I'm not even a cape dude. I just really dig his cape for whatever reason. <laughs> I think it's just yeah. like this whole night theme thing going on that has that like Lord kind of style yeah. to it. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, this design is so cool. Like the, the it's very cross dragon, which I think we were talking about last time. Um, it's yeah. very like cross dragon. And if anyone's listened to this podcast for any amount of time, that's one of my favorite writers um, and yes. just designs in general. So, you know, this one speaks to me. And on top of that, he's got the cool Chris sword and everything and everything's just pointy and scary looking. And it's, it's a very dope design. It's a very natural evolution of his weird kind of asymmetrical one from before, which is nice. Do you, do you think we're going to get another power up or is this like, um, like, okay. So given what happens, I see one more form for this, for, for this, uh, caliber. Yes. I see one more form for the dark sword and that's like a purified dark sword kind of thing. Sword itself. You think? Yeah. Like a sword of light kind of deal. Um, because oh, also the the device that they use in this the the big wonder book that they're using is super cool looking because when it opens up it has like a pop out book essentially it's kind of cool I kind of yeah. dig that yeah um, it's 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 a they embracing the gimmick and it's it's working I yeah. like everything and about it, the gimmick. for you know yeah. the single book holder it looks really cool because it has the gold dragons on the side and then this purple dragon that juts out of it a little bit I thought it was really cool a nice little touch it's, um, it's very nice because it goes thematically with everything it's just yeah. it's not just the the, the the driver's so different to what he's wearing. It's like a whole set. Yeah. So I think uh, the the only other form he's gonna. I think someone else is gonna pick up the sword for a while because you know yeah. thirteen. We're getting into a minute, so, but they do defeat Camijo for now. Yeah. Um, yeah we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get um, there. But I think yeah, uh, the, the next form he's gonna get, I think, is gonna be like a purified dark sword kind of thing, like yeah, the good dark sword, if that's a thing. I mean, it wasn't Digimon, yeah. so whatever. Um, Digi- Digimon. All right. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, so uh, even even in even in this heavy ass moment where you know Tom, uh, Kento gets his ass kicked and you know it's kind of implied that he's about to get cut down, they're still sprinkling in moments of com- of comedy with with uh, with Ren and and um, uh, Ogami. Yeah, because so, those like, guys are all fighting Ren- actual Megiddo. Like there's so this whole thing with Caliber and Kento is being intercut with like the actual fight with the the riders. They're fighting the other dudes, kind of thing. So they perceive the whole thing as a trap. So they know full well that they're getting suckered into whatever grand plan is going on. Yeah. But their idea is that gonna we're going to boot it hard enough. The, it's not going to work, I guess. <laughs> we're just going to smash right it. through their bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah, under that under that pretense is why all of them are there at the same time. I mean, strategically, yeah. I agree. makes no sense. But yeah. And, um, and so like Toma and Red and Ogami all defeat their guys. And, you know, they set off the other pillars. So eventually there's only yeah. two left. And that's when... Um, Toma figures out that Kento wasn't where he was supposed to be doing his thing and he goes after him in the center and Toma comes up on Kento and Caliber just as the pivotal moment where Kento is struck down with the force of a mighty torrent. (laughs) This is, yeah, this is after Toma finally remembers Luna's name because Rintaro comes in like a fucking glorious Valkyrie to see. Right, I forgot about that. (laughs) He was he was about to get Tomo was about someone got his ass kicked and he was about to get I guess offed whatever by Zuos and the other one I can't, I can't remember Big the other one's name yeah but um Legio was it Legio <laughs> Legias Leglius Legio is the one I don't know who the one is with the like headband thing I don't remember his name ever like uh, the one who seems to be like the mastermind behind all these plans there's Legio there's yeah, Legio that looks like a uh, Fuma Legio you know Zu- Zuos yeah, there's Zuos, the Legiel, and then uh, something. 
Yeah. A couple other. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, he's about to get off, and then Rintaro comes swooping in like a glorious hero, hero riding the lines back, yeah. and it's still, it's still super awkward. It's yeah, super. It, Did you see the behind-the-scene photo of how they shot that? He's he's on a ladder. <laughs> yeah, he's so the way they sh- it's very green screened um, because you know he's on a CG yeah. line, but Rintaro is sitting on this like platform thing, and there's just like four the dudes actor. running next to him holding this thing. Yeah, the and actor that, is sitting yeah. on like a ladder. Like it's yeah. it's great. It's great. And someone else is running uh, behind them with like a green screen. <laughs> but he's legit, just like ah, yeah, like all wrapped up, bandaged up, you know, out of his armor, that kind of thing. So. So yeah, so okay, so we have that happen, and then uh, so that's what kicks Toma's memory back into drive, and yeah. he remembers Luna's name, and then he rushes to to Kento, and like you said, finds him practically just, just in time uh, to see him take the full yeah. brunt of all like ninety two dragons. <laughs> 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 he just takes them like a I'd say like a champion, but he fails miserably. Yeah. I mean, and then, okay, so they have their final showdown. Kento's destroyed. I like Jao's final thing. It literally says, you are over. Tyrannical like, read. Yes, you are over, and then you're dead, and then yep. the explosion. They have it's a bro a, moment. A cool Kento does it's not even a bro yeah. moment. It is a, that was a hard moment, man. These these two episodes, there's some good moments. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, is a heavy bro moment that it, it, you can tell, like, the actors, they're also cool offset too. So yeah. they have they do a lot of shit together. So they have that that dynamic yeah. where you can tell the vibe is there. So yeah, yeah it's not cheesy to the point where it's And these like are good crazy. actors too. Like it, it's obviously a kid show, but like they're doing a better job more recently, I think, getting actors that not that, you know, I'm not going to question anyone's acting ability because honestly, I don't speak the language, so I can't tell you. <laughs> um, but like, but there's can, basic, there's a level. yeah, there's basic yeah. emotional things that I think um, anyone can tell, and they've been getting really good actors recently, and it, it really helps being adults watching a kid show when it has these when you, darker moments. Yeah, con- now that I considered it and watching after watching it, the Deno actor legit is a legit actor. <laughs> that dude has skill well, yeah. to to he's to portray he's a every, every one of those <laughs> yeah by the way when is that coming out because you sent the, a link the other yes, day yes so interrupt this for a second if anyone hasn't seen because it's yeah. toku ish super important um, super it's, important it's, news. To, to, <laughs> it's toku adjacent because it has the deno actor in it um the fourth ruruni kenshin movie or samurai x depending on how you want to look at it uh was yeah. announced and e- yes the manga artist is a pedophile but we're not going to talk about that um yeah yeah but the movies are really cool and this one covers if anyone see the original samurai x movie um this covers when uh kaoru is kidnapped by his first wife's brother um yeah. so it, it's it's very cool i'm excited for it actually because the the first three movies were very well done surprisingly so i don't know when it comes out yeah i mean <laughs> the, the fight sequences are dope so i'm all for yeah. that yeah um, very cool but yeah yeah so anyway Technic that's a technical Toku moment. Yeah. <laughs> Technically Toku. Technically Toku. <laughs> Alright. Um shit, where were we? Oh, the the acting. So yeah. yeah. So we we get that moment Toledo. Then the episode ends pretty much. Um but the last thing we see is Tassel and the King of Arthur guy in the background. Somewhere? Yes. They're just so watching this. They're just watching. Yeah, they're hanging out. Um 
And that's how the episode ends, which is super weird because nothing really comes of that. But they're just watching. Yeah. Um, so, like, obviously, the guy Tassel was talking to was this hooded gentleman we saw when Toma got King of Arthur. Um, is this kind of out of focus dude they put in focus who I still don't understand the point of that. I don't recognize who he is unless I'm just missing something. But Shaolin Monk. Yeah. Like Kung Lao without his hat. Yeah, basically. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're just hanging out there. And that's why. Going into this episode, I thought they were going to do like a hard resurrection. Like I thought Kento was dead, dead, and they were going to do just like a you know gimmicky kind of resurrection with these two, like clearly exactly. like some kind of yeah. important godlike figures. Um, but that's not how it plays out. Actually, we, we assume we assume because yeah. it's not like he's done anything. Yeah. So th- they have a straight up like when I say I thought Kento died, like you get the hand falling, you get the everything. Like <laughs> this was. Rintaro getting his ass beat was like, oh, okay, yeah, he's probably still alive. Yeah, but this was like, yeah, no, as emotionally damaging as that was. Yeah, he got murked. So yeah. okay, like the hand fell on right, everything. So, <laughs> right. so how does the episode start? The episode starts with, um, I don't even. Did we get a tassel intro in thirteen? Did it have a tassel? Yeah, intro? yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. it's it's the typical one that he blah, 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 whatever happened. Yeah, but gotcha. But Toma, he's not Toma remembers. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 more focused on Toma and and Kento at bedside, yeah. like yeah. like he's like dead. So yeah. so they're doing a little moment where it's all like, oh, I remember now. It's all coming back to me now, which is kind of ah, uh, because Kento, I guess Kento was under the belief that Toma was dead the entire time until mm-hmm. recently, and if that's the case. It's really hard to believe that they, it was so easy to find him after 15 years. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway, small detail. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So everyone is stressed out because Kento's like dead. So right, he got his ass handed to him. So he's like, um, I, I don't know how to express it. Like I was trying to, I was trying to describe in my notes, like what that emotion is. And it's like that. I I would call it honestly like hopelessness. That's kind of the vibe I was getting. Yeah, it was like we're trying so hard to 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 get something to hold on to, but nothing seems to be going right, kind of thing right now. This this was like the major L that they took. They took a major L since Ogami. You know what I mean? Since that whole shit with Ogami. And like Um, they realized that you know this these pillars of lights are still activating, and there's only two left now, and or I think there's only one left now. Two? Um, No, there's well, yeah, there were. No, was there two? No, uh, there is one more. No, there was one more. Is one, one more? Okay, yeah. I was gonna say because yeah. they do so, like a double attack thing, so I didn't know if that counted for two later. No, it's one more because this this moment, this plot thing, kind of bothered me a bit because it goes. Th- th- all they needed to do was have one more holy sword dispatch one of the kaiju within the the the, the place or whatever. Yeah. So they infer that, or they imply that that you know it could be yes they wanted it to be Ikazuchi. But it doesn't have to be. It could be caliber too. Yeah. So, if that was the case, why didn't they just do that right away? You yeah. know what I mean? Like that could have been just that could have the, been the first thing. Mark that one. Yeah. There's one already. You got one on the board. <laughs> right. Yeah. But anyway, so plot. Anyway, um, Ghost Rider. Remember Ghost Rider. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Which it still ne- isn't nearly as bad, despite these like weird hiccups and issues. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm being more forgiving. Yeah. So that's a big part of it. <laughs> so um toma so yeah so toma and rintaro rush off even though they're still kind of messed up uh the glowing book thing that may has starts reacting um i forget why 
Um, it's but so that book that she got from uh, what's her face, the sort of logos lady. It reacts when yeah, there's yeah. like wonder ride or wonder book like reactions. So when the Megido start doing stuff, it reacts. Okay, so, so that's she why. can All see right, so. like what's going on. It's their like portal to hey look stuff's happening. So okay, so she gets that, that's what it was. Yeah. So Daishinji, he he has two of the the I don't know what to call them. Uh, what are they? Like uh, super books kind they, of thing. Um, they had a name. I think they named them. I don't remember, but it's one of them is the one Whatever. Toma got when he got King of Arthur. It's this yeah. big, much more big book, but it's blank. It's completely blank. We don't see anything on it. Right? Yeah. There, there's nothing on them. They, he puts them inside of the, like this chamber thing, cylinder thing. Um, and then they start glowing. So and I think whatever they're doing like in an analyzer there. thing, it, it seems to be like an analyzer <laughs> because it doesn't yeah. seem to affect what happens later anyway. So yeah, I mean, so the power ups, the power ups are coming. The ob- obvious power up is obvious. Yeah. So um, they they go to take on Caliber. Caliber again, fucking scary as ever. Yeah. Um, he goes full super it, shredder and takes on all five of these dudes at once. Um, and he or four of them at this point, them. but yeah. Beast them like they yeah. didn't stand a chance. Bro. No, and we're talking two people in three volume sets. I mean, Rintar is injured, so it's like one and a half three volume sets. Right, but Toma, 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 Ren, like they all came in guns blazing because Ren had his three little pigs on, Ogami had his uh, beanstalk on. Like they came in yeah. ready to rock, and he's just championing all of them. <laughs> like in beasting their finals, like they're they're hitting him with their supers, and yeah. he walking nothing. laughing through them Broly style, <laughs> like. <laughs> He's walking through the Kamehameha's like they're nothing. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God, that moment. Oh, my God, that moment. <laughs> Handicap, <laughs> is that another word for coffin? <laughs> like, 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 I like that he... Okay, never mind. We can get into Broly later. Um, so, so yeah, so he's being consumed. Um, Bento wakes up randomly after Toma takes a pretty vicious hit and he calls out for him, right? Um, yeah. Something like that. So he wakes up with the power of friendship. That's what I wrote here. Whatever that meant. Yeah. Um, so we find out that I guess whatever attack he was hit with from Jao, what it does is it slowly consumes the victim with darkness. Pretty sick. <laughs> so that's not bad, bro. That's like, cool. like I like that. Well, uh, apparently uh, I wrote here that would now make Kento legitimate edlord edgelord yeah like legit the darkness <laughs> is inside of him he's benevolent <laughs> and evil <laughs> so which is maybe right, so. where we may be going with this storyline but we'll see <laughs> right so here's here's yeah so that's the, exactly what my point was so i had a i had a, i don't know if you picked up the same problem but so kento wakes up I, I guess the whole concept that bothers me is that they they were they knew that this was a trap they knew, or at least they understood what it was going to take for them to achieve their trap. Yeah. So why Kento rushed there to kill the kaiju before Caliber would have done the same thing? Like, I, I don't yeah. really understand what the idea too, was. Because that. it wasn't even like they were trying to keep Caliber away from the kaijin. The kaiju. Like, no, they're literally just fighting that. Caliber and, like, the kaijin pops in every once in a while. And then, like, they mm-hmm. bat him away, and then they keep fighting Caliber. <laughs> like, dude, stop. Like, dude, stop. Dude, stop. Yeah. Okay, seriously, stop. Like, we got no problem. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, stop it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I just don't understand why. This uh, whole plot area, when it term- comes to the overarching issue that they're having, is not very strong. Like, it is definitely the weakest part of the episodes. But they make up for it, I think, with the, like, the, the buddy moments in this these couple yeah. episodes. 
Um, and Jawa Dragon just being Jawa Dragon, honestly, that carries a lot of these episodes. <laughs> yeah. So it's so, okay. It's not the strongest so, yeah. plot in the world. <laughs> it doesn't make so, any sense. So anyway, long story short, uh, Jawa kills both the kaiju and he hits uh, Ikazuchi Kento with the front of his attack. Yeah. Okay. The final page attack thing. Yeah. Final. He lead. drops. Yeah. Kento drops. May comes to save him or at least goes to his side. Um, so there's still the other fights going on too, where uh, Slash is fighting a goblin of Kaiju. Uh, Slash is. Uh, Slash did, I'm Slash sorry. Wasn't in this episode. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Wait, I'm on. I'm on the wrong note here. Uh, that's the last slash on Saber was nice. So it was like this. I wrote. I wrote that note because I saw during the fight, Caliber, he he allowed Saber to try to slash him, and he did like this this little dip mm-hmm. to dodge the blade, and then did like this spinning slash to to like to knock him back. Like I don't know. It was just a little choreography thing that I I made a note of. That's what I, I misunderstood my note. Uh, but yeah, that last slash was dope. Um, anyway, so the, that door thing, the whole the whole trap finally triggers, and mm-hmm. they open up the door to eternal truth. I think that's what it was called. Yeah, that's what Kamito um, is after. The who is Caliber? He's up to. He's after right. the eternal truth, whatever that may be. And this is what how they open that. So yeah, Toma has his main character moment. Um, Literally, and because he sees yeah. Kento fall, and he starts screaming, and then this activates his big book that he had. And it literally jumps into the shadow realm. It looked honestly like yeah. a Maku realm. <laughs> he jumped That's, in like an aurora yeah. borealis in space. It was weird. It was weird because it looked completely different than the dream world. Yeah. So like Daishinji's analyzing it, and then it like it turns into this red energy orb. It looked like the the orbs in uh, the Spirits of the Dragons in Legend of Dragoon, and then it just like zips yeah. into an aurora borealis, yeah. and then like appears next to Toma essentially. Um, yeah. And that's how he gets this power up. It just activates with the the power of love, which always jumps it's, you from a B to an S. So, but did it? Didn't it seem like that was Luna? Like that? That's supposed to be Luna. It's herself. Um, or is that I didn't just think the about it that way? Luna? But like now that I'm thinking about like the it, weird jump cuts when she's appearing in there, I yeah. can see if if there's some kind of influence to why that happened. Like if it's Luna, if she's like the sort of logos kind of lady like she's got some wonder ride magic going on now um <clears throat> i didn't put that together but so that's possible yeah because they because she did the she was speaking in the thing that's and, right i forgot about she uh, yeah she did that weird like teletubby sun baby thing it was like hey toma <laughs> yeah yeah so <laughs> all right but uh anyway so the main point of this episode is that we finally get to see e- what is this supposed to be called? This is what do we uh, call the first upgrade. It's his first upgrade. So like remember we were saying how the yeah, but so this is his I that was Crimson Dragon. Wasn't Crimson, Dra- well, Crimson, Crimson Dragon Crimson Dragon was, like, was his best match. That's what that was. So this Crimson would be Dragon's his, best match. I guess this would technically be like his Sparkling. Okay, so yeah. Crimson Dragon is sparkling and this is Max Hazard. Yeah, that's I think that's what we're kind of going with here. So okay, Max Hazard trigger, got it. Okay. Yeah, this is yeah, this is you know pre tank tank rabbit rabbit kind of thing. Um, right. This okay. is his dream. And I think we need this is his his Jimba why. mix, if you will. Jimba mix. Yeah. So oh, that's man. that's what this is. Um, it's the Dragonic okay. Knight. It's his knight clash in metal armor. What was the? You usually write them down. What was the full? Okay, so I have it written here. So okay, but 
All right, you find a picture. I'll do this whole thing. Okay. So we got th this power up. Legit embodies the 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 night thing. It's called Dragonic Night. The the chime goes the dramatic battles of an experienced knight riding with extreme style on an enormous dragon. Don't miss it. The knight appears when you sigh. No grief, and the flame is bright. Ride on, Dragon Knight. In other words, it's the strongest. Legit, that's the whole jingle. <laughs> Pretty cool. And that's right. what that's what it says when he opens it the first time, right? Like when he just opens that front page. Yep. Yeah, yeah bro. It's and it looks so dope. It's such a it's such a dope design because you get you get the vibes of uh, Metal Cluster Hopper. Yeah. Meets, uh, yeah. Meets Ryuki. So Ryuki survive and Metal Cluster Hopper do the fusion dance. And that's Dragonic Knight. And it works. I like it. I like this I think, design um, a lot, honestly. Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's again, it's it suffers from the same color syndrome, the, you know, the silver being all over the place, but with the ability that I think it might be able to... Do, it, does, it, does it have the... Because when he uses the gauntlet thing, if you look on his on the arm... He literally has the Ryuki gauntlet. Um, right. It's, it's, literally, it has the handle. It has the opening mouth. It has everything. It was clearly like a prop they reused, which is fine. That's cool. Um, yeah. He he puts the Wonder Ride books into it, and it seems to do different stuff. He really only uses Crimson Dragon this time, so I'm assuming he'll put other stuff in there. It'll do other things. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was saying. Like, I think it's gonna be like that that multifaceted where it's just he can use the power yeah. in that form. I don't think it'll really um, change what it looks like. I think it'll just be attacks, but he'll be able to pop yeah. in whatever. And he'll probably be able yeah. to like shoot the pole out with uh, Journey, to the, Journey of the J or whatever it was called, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's uh, let's see. So yeah, it's 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 literally his power, friendship power up. So yeah. um, the design is so dope, and the Dragon Gauntlet is heavy Onimusha vibes. I was digging it, but <laughs> you know, uh, Ryuki legit is metal. Uh, I want to see if we could put a picture of Survive form, um, so you can see the Gauntlet so that you know it's a little more clear what we're talking about here and uh i'll find a picture of metal cluster so yeah so um with the so it, it's very clearly like a knight motif like with the the silver and everything he even has like the the gated lines kind of almost like um goblin slayer if anyone's seen like that it kind of has that vibe to it that style armor um and when it shows up, they immediately show you the power scale like they typically do with these things visually because Jao slashes him and he just walks through it. He literally just takes it like a champion. Doesn't mind at all. <laughs> um, it's dope. It's pretty cool. Yeah, he just he champions it. And obviously that's the, you know, we just premiered power up and I'm sure it'll change later. But yeah, um, it's it's my favorite design so far, honestly, hands down. Um, yeah, like over over buster i thought you really were digging buster i was and i think this is um this is the next evolution of that so until buster gets something new i, th <laughs> I don't think it will i don't think he will either, yeah, honestly think, but i don't think it will there's it's kind of the it seems to be the huge limitation to these single belt swords or single book swords um they're really not right. gonna get much most likely which kind of sucks because i would love to see where like slash could go or even ren would go because i like ninjas so it'd be cool to see like I think how far they could push yeah, that. But Slash would get very messy very quickly. <laughs> it would. I I just think with a lot of these, it's going to be they'll probably start using um, as they start to move away from like the three volume sets and all that kind of stuff, the base forms. I think the other yeah. couple guys, the single book guys, will start using those other ones that you know the three main guys. I see. Use, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. So like they won't have time. as much of a need for them. So like the other guys will start passing them around and stuff. 
that kind of thing. That does make sense. Because yeah. in the in the preview, we see that Rintaro is going to get one of these forms as well. He's going to get some kind of Blastoise form. So, And between the two, it's hard for me to say which one's the, the better. Because even even though road doesn't change color scheme like um, like Saber does, it the design changes enough that I like it way better than Vanilla. Way better. Yeah. The helmet alone. I want to try to find a picture because that... Anyway, so I put up real quick on the Discord, um, Metal Cluster and Base Ryuki. So, for me, this is where I get that Saber is just a fusion of the two. Yeah, that's, that's I can it. see that totally. Um, he he gets this... You know, he has that kind of Ryuki, you know, guided eye thing going on, except his are more like the flame slash thing. But then, yeah, definitely yeah. Metal Cluster. There's definitely some of that kind of armor design. Um, in there where it, they may even be using a few parts of it. I don't know. Uh, but it's that like yeah. the silver with the color like layered between it, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's cool. Some of the attacks, he just does like, it's literally the most fiery fireman that ever fired kind of thing. Like he, yeah, he, throws he summons out. a dragon. He summons <laughs> a dragon, he rides it. And then he, Jao had the bright idea to just like fly at him with his chest I don't know. That was weird. He just kind of turned into a ball was, of energy. He was he was gonna block it with his face. That's, yeah, that was the gameplay. Um, yeah. So that's what they did there. <laughs> that was weird. But <laughs> he uh, he eventually just becomes literally a dragon knight riding it. And I was expecting like another wizard kick. I really just want another. I want a real rider kick, man. I was expecting sorry, a wizard man. kick. It didn't happen. No. <laughs> But I mean, it, it, again, it's it's embracing its own thing. It's doing That's their fine. own thing. I just I miss my rider kicks. I know I do too, bro. I do too. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, so uh, what happens after that? They take out Juo, and he drops the sword. But and... okay, let's talk, talk about that though, because spoiler, okay, spoiler warning for I the mean, rest of this. This whole thing's been a spoiler warning at this point. So. <laughs> I was just trying to be fair. So. Alright, so... <laughs> 20 minutes after we start talking about it. Tommy <laughs> I mean, Joe is definitely dead, you think, right? Like, the way it's gonna go... He has to have died at this moment. So, it's... Alright, let's finish talking about the episode, because this will explain where my theory is. So, after okay. he beats right, right, right. Joe, right. um, Toma immediately starts looking for the sword, because he saw that it dropped, and that seems to be the only... Like, them having the sword is how they cure Kento of this, like, consuming by darkness thing. Um, right, that's what they believe, yeah. That's what they believe. So Toma's trying to look for it, but Kento is like, May, I think, screams for him because Kento's like literally dying. Um, this was a heavy moment, though. Like, it was a very heavy right. moment. Like, they're all surrounding him and, and Toma's holding him and he's like, but, you know, we made this promise with Luna, yada, yada, yada. And they, yeah. you know, they have a really, just a very heavy, heavy moment where they're both like crying and <laughs> like, <laughs> dude's gonna die and he knows it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Kento, Kento dies. He, he evaporates yeah. into dark energy in a very painful-looking way. He's um, consumed by the darkness. Consumed he by the darkness. He becomes the ultimate edgelord. And yes. then it cuts to the dark sword, which is now glowing with that same energy he just had. And as yeah. he was disappearing, Kento's eyes started to glow red before he, like, poofed into smoke. It shows Kento yes. again in this t- kind of dark void with red eyes. So I think... Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so I think... I think Komijo and his dad and Kento are now living inside the Sword of Darkness. Kind of what I'm thinking. Like I think it's kind of like a nightmare thing where it like it projects a form almost. Um, so so then what then happens to the physical body? 
I mean, it, it was clearly just consumed by darkness. So it may be inside the sword. No, no. They may just be living inside the sword. I don't know. It could just okay, be like so a... That, so so that, what I was thinking is that he he might be, you know, sucked into the Shadow Realm, but he's coming back yeah. as the new vessel for yes. Caliber. Yes. So, I think so. Yeah, yeah. so I'm... I think before that, he's going to have... I think he's going to meet his father and Komijo, and they're both going to be inside the sword kind of thing. Um, Trapped or whatever, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, I think it's... It might even be more of because they have the red eyes. It may even be like the sword of darkness is using that form because they're inside of it, sort of thing. Like it can choose what form it takes, so it'll wear like Kento's face essentially and do its sword of darkness nonsense. It's kind of the same thing that yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's the same effect Kento. that we're it's getting not Kento them. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Evil Kento is going to be the next arc yeah. for a while, yeah. and then he's probably going to kick the shit out of the other guys, and then you know. And I think if that is the case, that's what's going to lead to them purifying the Sword of Darkness kind of thing, and then Kento will use that right. instead. We may get a new uh, Ikazuchi. I don't know. We may get a new Espada. We have to. I mean, they have to because they, they're promoting that I mean, he's it, part it of It may be May. I, I would hate that, but it may be May. Um, because really? remember, remember I was saying when the things first start, we were talking about the openings and entrances. Like They don't show Kento at all in those other than like running yeah. around doing things, but it's only mm-hmm. May, Rintaro, and Toma doing the dances and then they always cut to the three espada saber and blades so it's Isn't she possible. holding a yellow thing it, it's, uh, there's a lot wait. of things in there where that makes me think like may may become a spada now um and then wait, caliber wait i gotta bring up my video hang on do you I, think she's holding like a yellow it. book or something for some reason now it's in my head but i want it to not be true hang on <laughs> um, that's kind of my theory. I think that's where they're going to go, at least. And then, like, Kento's going to come back, and they're going to be like, oh, Kento. And then they'll probably have a fight where it's another caliber versus Spada thing. But May's going to be she's... not great. <laughs> so she's definitely holding a ride book. I just can't tell. Uh, it, looks like, it looks like it's red. Red, okay. Um, which makes sense. Yeah. So she's kind of like the support for uh, Toma. But Toma, yeah. Still, I mean, that's that's kind of the theory I'm going to roll with now until we get introduced to someone else. Unless someone comes from, like, the southern base and just takes over. That sort of nonsense, which yeah. wouldn't be surprised either. So, um, I think that's where we're going to kind of go. It's, you know, dark Kento. And yeah. potentially, if he gets a new form, if Caliber gets a new form, it'll be the purified dark sword kind of deal. So, so yeah. all right. But now, mind you, we're still on episode 13. Yeah. Um, we got a long way to go. Got a long way to go. So how how they're gonna continue this? I don't know. Because again, it's the same thing we said. They're going at such a breakneck speed with all these plot threads and all this stuff. Like, what's gonna be left? What What are you gonna tell us? That's I gonna think it's gonna be a lot of kind of like what we saw here, where it's a bunch of shorter arcs kind of mashed together, sort of thing. I don't think there's yeah. really gonna be a big overarching like. Um, Metsubo Jinrai satellite kind of thing, like satellite there. Right. I don't think there's going to be anything like that. I mean, the Megiddo, you know, group is going to be that kind of always there sort of thing, but I don't think there's going to be like an overarching or like an evil, you know, like a plot that's cooking. Yeah. There might be once they introduce the next arc, but I think it's going to be a lot of these like shorter arcs kind of mashed together that way if they need to, you know, throw an audible when it comes to plot and things like that because of, you know, everything going on in the world right now. I think it'll be a little easier for them to do that. That's not even. Yeah, I, I just hope you know they keep it. They keep it up because the quality is good. You know, for the small hiccups that we can forgive, yeah. everything else is going pretty well. Um, 
I'm, I'm digging it. The next episode, like you said, looks like we're going to see Blades' upgrade. I tried to get a picture of it. I don't have a clear one, but yeah, we'll do it again. Uh, There'll be one next, um, week, next time we do, do the episode. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as far as what 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 I see happening, I do agree. Evil Kento's coming. I think that the King of Arthur guy is going to take over for Ikazuchi. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's that's certainly possible. Yeah, maybe. Or Tess. But I still don't know what their purpose. I still don't know what their purpose is. Like they they haven't really done anything. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't argue. That's a good anything. Yeah, like I think. <laughs> I think in a weird way, I think these accelerated timelines are doing a lot for common rider right now because i think at this point if we had a normal kind of season we would have felt it's not moving fast enough almost you know what i mean like if so if they are taking this i'm not saying they are or not i have no idea but if they are taking this kind of modular approach to the story where they can kind of split and do whatever um it ever since the ending of zero one where they kind of everything was heavy because they kind of cut out the fluff it seems to be working really well in my opinion for common rider in general so you know yeah. there's obviously other points to it where some things don't cook as long as they should but um it's different and i i'm, I'm for different for common rider right now so yeah <laughs> different for for fucking anything <laughs> yeah oh well camera there we go um so yeah that's, that's i'm excited to see where it goes now that we're done this arc thing so i'm yeah. sure the next episode will be like Rintar gets his upgrade, and then we'll go into like an episode two or filler. <laughs> Definitely, I think I would expect it because it's uh, again. I think we need a breather. I don't know. I don't know what is going to happen next, but let, we'll find out quick. And it's going to be. I really hope that the King of Arthur guy. What if the King of Arthur guy is actually like a hidden villain? Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. Speculation. I wouldn't later. be surprised because you know we were talking <laughs> about you know tassel and being like the DJ Cigara kind of thing, so. They, still suspect them. they obviously still are going them. to play some kind of part, whether that's they become the final upgrades or what. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if they just became their final forms, honestly. Yeah. It's just, it's, that's Toma's final form. It's like Carnival from uh, Kyoto. Kyoto. Hassel is just, he just goes up to the final bad guy and just puts his finger on his chest and he just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> he just snaps him out of existence. Bona lectur. <laughs> Bona lectur. <laughs> Anyway, that's enough for today. That's enough for today. <laughs> I'm tired. My voice is tired. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was the wrap up. Uh, this was Tokudon TV. I am Robert. You can find me at Sick Mirror Tricks at basically everything else. Uh, I am Carl. You can find me at Kaiju Cottery. That's two R's to use. Um, and, you know, again, use if you guys post anything about Common Rider so that we can spread the good word. Use hashtag Common Rider and tie us into that if you enjoy the show and use hashtag Tokudon because I'm shameless plug it why not um why not yeah thanks for watching guys appreciate it bye, bye.